What's up, guys? Matt here. Time for another crazy edition of Crazy Life Stories. Oh, yeah? It's always been nuts. Never had a chance to live normal because it's always been nuts. Yeah, how about that? That's my defense for everybody that you got to live serious. Well, mine's always been nuts for 20-some years, so sorry, can't live like you. Don't have the ability or the money or whatever it takes. <laughs> so that's how it goes for some of us. So I don't know. Today was interesting, but... Uh, it's just... Uh, like, okay, so, like, my friend is going to help me with my money, which is super positive, but, like, I still don't make enough to live in this society, so, like, regardless, even if I get money managing skills down to a whatever, like, it's still not, I already know, like, I'm not being pessimistic or negative, I'm just saying it's still not enough money to realistically support yourself, live on your own like, you know, and live a decent life because the job is retail and it's just, that's, it's not, retail's not supposed to be enough to live on. It's supposed to be for like part-time, like, you know, on top of like a full-time job or like it's supposed to just be some little extra income. Like I already know all this, but the problem is in my situations, it's always like, You have to get some job to get some money. <laughs> so I'm always in that situation. I mean, wh whoever's faulted, I don't care about any of that on anything anymore. I don't care who who is to blame on anything because so many people like to blame each other for stuff. And it's just like, like it does feel like the rich is keeping the poor down overall. Like, like, cause it, it, it you have a harder time getting to where they're at if you're on the poor level. You see what I'm saying? So, and I'm not blaming anyone. I'm just saying, like, it does feel like the rich enjoys keeping the poor poor. Like, whether that's true or not, I, I'm never going to really be able to prove it. But in the situations I've been in, it's like, you want me to work at Whole Foods? Well, that's not enough money to live on. So, like... I don't know what you expect out of me when I get paid. You know, I mean, like you said, a retail check is never supposed to even be big. So, I mean, I'm, I just do it because I'm good at it and people love me at these jobs. I mean, one, because I'm somebody that shows up. And in these times, it's so sad that you're worshipped even if you just show up to work. It's like, well, that's a normal thing to show up to work. But I know, I get the pandemic stuff and a lot of people want to work remote. Like, I understand that. But Jesus Christ, like these other jobs, like the one I'm at, we need also more workers too. So it's like, it can't all just be college degree job people and richer than that. You know, because that's that feels like what society is. And then a huge number of poor people that are just like struggling balls every two weeks trying to figure out a better solution to their, you know, financial pro And I'm one of them too. And it's just like, well, it's like you just get stuck in these places and you're just like, yeah, you're appreciated for the job you do and your hard work, but you're still like selling yourself short on the basis of like a living wage. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's what's so fucked up. It's just like, 
I mean, there's nothing more fucked up than like working almost. Full, I mean, I work almost forty hours a week, even though I'm part time, because they like me, so they give me a lot of hours. But like, it's just crazy to work almost forty hours a week, and then like you have to come home and like live off other people like a bum, even though you just got off work. Like that's the situation I'm struggling with the most because I, it's just like. People are always going to judge you for what you buy with your money and this and this. And it's like, well, yeah, but I don't make enough to fucking live on. (laughs) And until I get one of those kind of jobs, my money managing is going to be fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going to run out. Like, you're going to buy a few things and then you're going to run out. So, it's just how it is. I don't know. But, so at any rate, like... Something really weird. I was maintenance today at work and uh, something that's never happened to me. I mean, I, I haven't had a ton of maintenance positions in my life, but at least something in almost in about six months of working here and about three months of doing maintenance, something never happened to me today. Like there was a spill, a baby uh, food jar. And uh, so I went and cleaned that one up. And then, like, five minutes later, I get a call. There's a baby jar spill by the baby jars, baby food jars. And I'm like, I just cleaned. I told the lady, it was, a di- it was a different person, so I recognize that. But I said, I just cleaned that up, like, two minutes ago. And she goes, no, there's another one. And I'm like, what? now this is weird. Like, so it was the same spot, and within five minutes of each other, Two, two different people because it caused two different employees to call me on my little phone, my little maintenance phone. And, uh, so I've never done that before. Like, and all I was trying to do was finish the, the walk, the, the, the maintenance walk. And of course I couldn't even finish that because there was like spill. And then I'd get a little bit more of the walk done and then like spill and I was just like, okay, this has never happened to me in retail. Like, two spills that quick. Like, I've had multiple spills in one day. Sure, that's a that's pretty, I mean, not common, but it's more normal. But to have two spills within five minutes and hit basically the exact same spot, that's pretty weird. So, like, I told a couple people after I did it and cleaned it up. And I'm like, well, I talked to the this one super nice lady, Mary Beth, and, like, uh, like, because she was the one that called about the second one. And I saw her in the break room. I go, sorry, I didn't mean to be like abrupt and like, you know, whatever on the phone. Because I was like, I thought I had just cleaned that up. And and she's like, oh, I see. She's like, you thought you you, you thought you had already clean, cleaned it up. But there was another one. And I was like, yeah. It was, I'm like, I just got confused. And then she said she was confused because she thought it was the other maintenance guy and not me. <laughs> so... It was just like, what a weird thing. Like, you just never know what when you clock in at these jobs. You just never know, like, what you're going to be up against. You know, there's there's not really a lot you can prepare for because you don't know. I don't know. I'm just drinking my ginger ale. <coughs> but, um, so, so then, like, I go on break, or I go on my lunch, and I notice... There's, there's always, I mean, okay, everybody has trolls. Like, if you've created any kind of art or done anything on this planet, like, there's always going to be a couple trolls. And, like, I've done it to people. And, like, 
they've done it to me and it just rolls downhill like it's like the shit rolls downhill right so it's like so i finally figured out who this troll was and it's this crazy dude i used to make music with and uh of course, like, he's still all mad at me and calling me a pussy and this. And I'm like, dude. But I, when I figured out, because his name on Facebook is, like, Eddie, but it's E-D-D-Y and then Cornell. So he's he's using, it's Eddie Vetter. I didn't put this together. I thought that was just this girl. Because he has a picture of a woman for his profile picture. Okay, so first of all, people that make fake profiles to troll you... Like, just troll as yourself, man, first off. Like, seriously, troll as yourself. Because that's so crazy to hide behind the alias on the internet. Like, to me, like, when I trolled, it was always under Matt Bennett. Like, I just, this is Matt Bennett. He's talking shit to this person, you know? Like, I was never scared of any of that. But, so at any rate, I found out who it was and kind of argued for a second back and forth and then just said block it and said matt just block him (laughs) i don't care that he's mad i didn't do anything to the guy so he can't do anything to me so it's like he's just one of these really weird like i don't know he's a super anti-society guy like he, he will not work a job and like he is really good at guitar but like he thinks the world owes him something just because he got really good at guitar. And it's like, yeah, but you're not like, you're not marketing yourself. Like when, when you deal with people like I, cause I've dealt with this guy in the past. Like when you deal with people, you're not marketing yourself. You're just saying negative shit. And it's like, that's crazy, man. With the talent you have and the, the hours that you've put in over the years, like you should market yourself. And then you wouldn't be struggling so bad. But he like latches on to other people. And a while ago he had messaged me like I left my girl and or she left me. And I'm like, well, big surprise. You're like the biggest downer on the planet first off. So like I don't think anybody would want. So I even said something tonight before I blocked him. I said just I said like, dude, you're too miserable of a person. Like just stay alone. Don't ever get in another relationship with someone because you're just too miserable of a person. If you have to come after me and comment a bunch of negative shit on my stuff, and I'm like considered a nobody here in shit, Cargo. Like imagine like what he would say to somebody that made it. <laughs> You know, like, Jesus Christ. So, I don't know, man. That happened on my lunch. And so, I just blocked him. And I was just like, these people are crazy. Like, like let's be mad about everything, you know. Like, it's just like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know, dude. So, that was weird, too. But at least I figured out who it was. It just took me a minute because I thought it, it looked kind of like a normal name. But when I saw the Cornell part, I was like, oh, he's talking about Chris Cornell. And then Eddie, but he spelled it instead of E-D-D-I-E, like Vetter, he spelled it E-D-D-Y to like throw people off, which it did throw me off. But like, I figured out he was talking about Eddie Vetter and Chris Cornell. And then I'm like, I know who this guy is now. <laughs> you know, so I know who not to deal with now. Whatever, but, uh, I mean, I don't even care about trolls, dude. Like, I think it's funny, but it's just, like, I, I, 
but it does get aggravating when someone's like telling you like all this negative shit about yourself that's like not even really true or they don't approve of the type of person you are or whatever and you're you know whatever your sexuality or whatever i'm just like that's low blows dude and it's like and I don't know if he's trying to, like, get my attention to hang out. Because he's done that kind of shit before. He's kind of one of those people that, like, will, like, talk a bunch of shit. And then be like, come over. And you're like, uh, you just talked a bunch of shit. I don't think I want to go over there. <laughs> you know, it's like one of those. And it's just like, okay, man. Like, whatever, dude. Like, so that was weird today, too. And then, like, I don't know. Work was just... I, I keep talking to this one guy in dairy and... I, we're just like, this is like, we're talking about the mask thing. And it's just like, I mean, now that I like one day I didn't have, I forgot to upload my mask or my vaccination card. I mean, my, I forgot and you do get money for it too. So, it's, but see, nobody tells you these things. Cause if somebody would have told me when I first got hired, upload your vaccination card, you get 80 bucks. I'd be like, damn, that's awesome for the two shots. And then, but nobody ever told me. So I just kind of like let it slide and never did it. And then uh, finally, like, got pulled into the office, like, one day when I wasn't wearing a mask, but after they lifted the mask mandate, and then uh, was just like, they're just like, oh, you got to upload your vaccination card, and then you don't have to wear a mask, because it's like, okay, so I did it, and then it's fine, but it's just like, it's just crazy, I don't know. And just like, another crazy thing is like, like, now people are removing masks, and uh, us as co-workers, we're like, oh, that's what your face looks like. Like, how weird is this shit? Like, I don't even know what to say. Like, the fact that, like, we don't even know what our coworkers' fucking mouths and nose and that part of your face looks like until now. Because literally, like, since I've started at Whole Foods for about six months, I've worn a mask. And, like, I remember the first time, like, maybe, I don't know, right at whatever, the end of February when the mask mandate was lifted, like... Even seeing my my manager who hired me, and I'm like, I've never seen his face until today. Like that is insane, you know. Like I've worked with this guy for almost six months now, and I haven't even seen his face till today. <laughs> it's just so bizarre. I cannot believe. I just cannot believe we're up against this shit. So, I mean, nothing major, obviously, but just kind of sad that you can't. Like, and then, oh, even I talked to another guy that goes to the punk rock tacos and he's like, I just realized that was you, man. He's like, after all this time that we've been working together, I'm like, and so we had a conversation. It's just so weird. So now I know another guy that goes to punk rock tacos from Whole Foods. So it's like, cool. Like, <laughs> but I didn't know until today because his mask was off and mine. And he goes, oh, you're that guy. And I'm like, yeah, dude, and you're that guy. I saw you at Punk Rock Talk. Like, I didn't realize we worked together. That's so funny. So it's like, yeah, like it's like those things that used to be obvious and, like, easy to figure out are not obvious and easy to figure out anymore. Very, very, very strange. So it's just like, yeah. But uh, whatever. That's I don't know. I'm just describing my crazy day, so... But, and then now just home chilling, but I'm so grateful I'm off work tomorrow because it's just, these jobs are rough, man. Like every job is rough, no matter what anybody's doing out there right now. But it's just customer service is rough because it's just like, you try to please these people and sometimes they're grateful and sometimes they're not. So you never know. It's like, it's like flipping a coin or like, like, you just never know what side you're going to get. Like, the evil joker side or, like, the happy positive side. It's like, 
oh, you just never know, how, you know, what kind of mood somebody's going to be in at the grocery store. <laughs> it's just insane. I don't know, but whatever. It's not going to be forever, but it's just like, it is what it is. Like, it's a job for now. Like, it's not forever. That's because I've had 30 some jobs and I quit most of them. So I know my history is like, I'm not going to stick around a place for 10 years now. Like, it's just not how I operate, <laughs> you know, so. But I mean, eventually I'm going to have to figure out how to make more. I mean, it's, it's not, that's on me, but I'm just, I'm not saying it's on anybody else, but I'm just saying like, eventually I'm going to have to figure out how to make better money because like, I mean, even I run out and I'm like, dude, this isn't enough. Like, like even though I do spend sporadically and I might not be the best money manager on the planet or whatever, it's like, still, this isn't enough money. So I'm not living a realistic life. Like. I'm living like a fake life because <laughs> I don't have enough money to live a realistic life. So that's weird. But, you know, I know I'm not the, I talk to coworkers and they feel the same way. They're like, I don't have any money ever. It's depressing. Like I work hard and then I get paid and then I spend my money and then it's gone. And I'm like, yeah, it's just gone. <laughs> well, it's just even groceries. Like, okay. Like, Obviously, since I'm so poor, I'm just going to say this, like, technically I should be, like, making, like, super cheap sandwiches at home and stuff. But you know what? I work my ass off, so I buy food at Whole Foods, and I don't feel bad about it. But it is a rip-off. Like, you'll spend at least $10 on a, on tw- 10 to $12 on break, you know, for, like, a drink, you know, chips and a sandwich. Like... It's just um sometimes with your twenty percent discount it'll be like seven or eight bucks, but still, that's a lot of money just to eat something and then throw it in the garbage, throw the wrapper in the gar, you know, and then go back to work and be that even that poor just from taking a break. Like so, that's so crazy in general. But I mean, I know it's how it is, but it's just like I don't know, like. Like, I'm never going to be passionate about the working world. Like, I'm f- obviously far more passionate about this podcast or, like, when I sing a solo or, like, you know, and we're going to get back into Matt Bennett's show. That's good news, too. My buddy my buddy Dan, the cameraman, is going to start going through the tapes again, which, which makes me really happy because it's, like, 20. But it is funny. It's, like, 20 years later from Matt Bennett's show and it's like the same situation. Like I'm stuck in retail. Like can't move out of my parents' house. Don't have enough money ever. Like it's like the same situation that I was in before 20 years ago. So it's like, what do you know? Nothing's changed. <laughs> so whatever. It is what it is. But that's kind of funny, honestly. Like, I mean, and I've had a shit ton of jobs. But like I said, most except for like the moving company and like... I. I mean, when I first got out of college, I had a couple good paying jobs, but like, you know, other than that, it's just been poverty job after poverty job, just, you know, roughing it one job after the next until I can't handle that one anymore. Something nuts happen or, you know, get sent to the mental hospitals. But I, I always loved when that happened in a way, because when I got out, it was like too late to go back to the job. They like, they'd already like filled somebody else. So I was like, yes, I got out of that job by going to the mental hospital. Like that is, you have to see the humor in that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just fucking funny. That's one of the reasons I liked because I was there long enough where I'd lose my job. So, and I wouldn't care. I'd just be like, well, I can just get another job. So like, 
you know, in five days when I get out, I'll just live on the money I have from my other job and then get another job. Like, so I would just do stuff like that. I didn't even care. I was just like, whatever. But like, (laughs) I'm just using that as one example, but it is what it is. At any rate, I think that's about it for today, but it's been, it's been a day like, I don't know. And there literally, there was another spill. I mean, I had three spills at work today and there's some days where I, that maintenance phones, maintenance, maintenance phone, sorry, never rings. And it's just like, and then today it rang so much. I was like getting sick of the position. It was just like, God damn, like all these, cause they, cause people flip out when glass breaks. Cause what if a piece is left or all this bullshit? And I'm just like, Oh my God. Like you really think a piece is going to like stick you in your shoe and you're going to have a cut when you go home for sure. Like what kind of thinking is that? Ah, society, you drive me nuts. At any rate, this is Matt Bennett for Crazy Life Stories on Anchor. Have a great night, you guys. And also, like, just about uh, a little, like, twenty. I have 29 cents till I can cash out. And I need that money because it's an argument every time for, for my saved money at my parents' house for 20 bucks. It's an argument. So I need to cash out on this because, like, I have to. I'm trying. Like, I even got another taste test this week. I, I'm just trying to find other alternative ways to make money. Because I made money from jobs and gave it to my parents to hold on to. And now they don't want to give it back. So it's like, <laughs> I'm just like, we'll see that you got to be careful who you trust, even family. So I know they're trying to do good for me by holding on to my money. I get that. But it's like, dude, if I ask for 20 bucks, I earn that $20. I should be able to get that with no problem, no questioning, no why do you need this. I mean, my dad will ask, I'm just going to give you one example. My dad will ask me why I need money these days. And I look at him with a blank face stare. And I'm just like, because we live in a capitalistic society. I don't want to live with money. This has never been my choice, but like we have to. So it's like when a baby boomer asks me why I need my money, it's like, Oh my God, I can't believe I have to go into an explanation for over 20. Like, I'll go panhandle the fucking money faster. You see what I'm saying? And I think I might do that tomorrow to make some money on a side, on a side hustle instead of fucking asking for my money that I earn regular from a job. Like, it's just so crazy. Like, I'm just giving you examples of how crazy it's gotten over the years. And like what I don't, like I said, I don't care whose fault it is. I don't give a shit about any of that because like if I earn money and I get, they want me to have a savings, but my disability is like a lot of money right now. So that is my savings. So my job check, I should be able to spend. And if I have money saved from jewel in the liquor store and maybe even a little from whole foods, you know, leftover, I should be able to spend that too, because my savings is my disability money. So I already, it's like, how is this, how is what I'm saying does, how is it unrealistic? Especially when I ask for 12, I could see, I mean, I, okay, I, I have probably about 15 or 1600 left saved. I could see if I asked for 500 bucks, dude, what do you need that much money today for? But when I ask for $20 and there's drama, I'm like, this is the twilight zone. Like, this makes me not want to ever work again. It makes me want to barter and find other ways to get what I need instead of fucking using the dollar bill. Like, that's what it makes me think about. Because I'm like, that's insane that you're going to give me this hard of a time when I... When I'm as a, as called a disabled person and I still wake up and go to work. 
and then I can't have my money? Well, that makes me hate money. Why did then I earn that money in vain? That's how I feel. I earned that money in vain, and then now it's evil money. And I know all this stuff sounds so crazy, like evil money, but that's how it's like, oh, that's evil money. You better go panhandle. And panhandling should be the evil money. But I, I'll probably make, you'll get less hell from strangers that don't know anything about you than people that know stuff about you in this world. So it's just like, that's why it's so crazy. So at any rate, I went on another tangent. Anyways, this is Matt Bennett for Crazy Life Stories on Anchor. You guys have a killer Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And uh, hang in there. I'm going to do the same. I'm going to keep looking for better jobs. But at the same time, I'm going to be fighting for my disability money and doing other side hustles and whatever I can do for a few bucks, you know, 20 bucks here to whatever. It is what it is. Like, that's, I'm going to keep doing that stuff, but I'm going to keep looking for jobs. So, you know, it's like, I'm going to keep doing bum stuff, but I'm going to keep doing society stuff. So it's like a combination. So it is what it is. You guys have a great night. This is Matt Bennett for Crazy Life Stories on Anchor. Oh, yeah.